Hello everyone and welcome to Someone Should Have Told Me. I am here today with my husband of 33 years. Four. What was it five? It's 33 years. Wait, it's 34, 34. years. Oh, God. <laughs> I lost one somewhere. <laughs> I usually just say ever. This way I never get it wrong. Okay. No, it's a... See, that's why you can't go ahead when... Because we are not about to be married 35 years. We're about to be married 34 years. 35. Well, then we should be having a wedding. Like I said, <laughs> it's only been 34 years. You know, we just need a little bit more time so we can get this right. You know what? He keep going ahead, which is confusing me. We were, we were married in 1986. So that's... A long time. <laughs> anyway, what we decided to talk about, we were listening to the radio and Imagine Dragon, that is a group, was singing Whatever It Takes. And then we started talking about the things we survived. Because in a marriage, you have to sometimes do whatever it takes. I remember when we first was getting ready to get married and back then you had to take a blood test before you got married or got your wedding license and the doctor that took the blood test was like I'm gonna tell you right now it's more like instead of 50 50 it's like 70 30 and I'm like well who is gonna do the 30 and who's gonna do the 70 <laughs> And he said, well, he told me it was probably me that was going to do the 70. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. No wonder I didn't like him. <laughs> <laughs> but we understand that sometimes I might do 70 and he might do 30. But then in all these years, sometimes he does 70 and I do 30. So basically, that whatever it takes song just hit right on the button. Because when it comes to marriage, you have to do whatever it takes to make it a successful marriage. As long as both parties are into it, not to hurt the other part. That's the bottom line. It's not just your side, my side. There are days where, you know, Friends aren't going to be able to be friends anymore. There are going to be days where, you know, we disagree about the kids. But as long as we're both there when it's time, that's whatever it takes. And you are not always going to be in agreement, like he said. And then life is taking you through ups and downs and changes personally. He got things personally going on. I got things personally going on. Hold up. I can have things personally going on? No, you can't. All right. I was just checking because <laughs> you know, I didn't want to get confused. You know, I'm trying to tell you guys. <laughs> but if he don't understand. Leave him alone. Out of all these years, then no. He can't have nothing personally going mm. on. But, I mean, you know. Not, pers right. Come <laughs> Not on, personally, I mean, you know, going on with inside yourself, like you have to deal 
with yourself. Everybody don't wake up in a great mood every morning. Shut up. For real? And he's the worst. He's the one waking up. I wake up seeing butterflies and sunshine. <laughs> and then he really wakes up. Right. Right. <laughs> exactly. Sure. He's like, damn, we there again? Are we there again? We're there again. All right. He even gonna make a joke talking about I woke up today and wasn't nothing hurt and I thought I was dead. That is, that's the truth. I'm telling you, it is. You're like, hey, I feel pretty. Oh, there you go. I'm here. Ooh, all right. We'll just check it. See, that's not, <laughs> he is so funny. That is not the way it goes. But anyway, the thing about marriage and whatever it takes, it's like things are going to happen that you did not count on happening and you're going to have to suck it up and and do what you got to do. Our um, one instance, I passed out while we were walking and broke my ankle. When I was falling and there was snow on the ground. No, people, she's not giving you the right play. Let me tell you where we were. We were at a park. We were at the furthest part of the park. It was two feet of dang snow. There was ice everywhere okay and we are out here in the middle there ain't no way to get the car over to get to work to get her back to the car it was just it, we're out in the dead of winter it was glorious until Jeez. i passed out and i had on these boots that laced up all the way up to my knees and so when i passed out and I passed out from my blood pressure being too high, actually. And that's my fault, because I was trying to kill her with hot, cheesy butter popcorn that I knew she loved. And the thing was, it was so funny. I was like, oh, this popcorn is so good. If somebody had blood pressure issues, they'd be dead. And then, like, <laughs> about 15 minutes later was when I passed out. Yep. Anyway. So I pass out. He tries to catch me, but I don't want him to get hurt because we are in an awkward position. So I was telling him to just let me go down easy. Go down easy. Do you hear this? She broke an ankle. That ain't easy. Well, I broke the ankle because when I fell, my ankle did not it didn't go with flex. the rest of the foot. Yeah, it didn't flex. And that boot was holding it so tight. So then it like broke my ankle, like cracked it on both, like the whole bone on both sides. So I had to have surgery. No, we haven't got back to the car yet. Okay. All right. All right. We are out in the dead of winter. I'm talking about three layers. It was just ice everywhere, feet of snow. And the dog's running around loose, and we got some people skiing by. So I'm like, I'm worried about the dog chasing the skiers. There's a helicopter going over at the same time. There was no help. And I said to myself, if I pushed her in the water and she floated off, they all saw that. But nobody saw I needed a little help. It didn't matter. We got to get back to the car. So I'm trying to, after she wakes up, carry her to the car. No! No, no. I'm like, what the hell you mean? No. Because it was a struggle. It was a lot of snow still. The dog, he got to keep up with the dog. 
And I'm like, make me walk to the car. I didn't make know my leg was walk. broke because I had sprung my ankle maybe about two months ahead and it felt the same darn way. It just hurt it. So I was like, just make me walk. Like, and he's trying to carry me and the dog is like so happy and jumping up and <laughs> licking my face. I'm like, sit me by the tree. Let me get my bearings and then let me walk. Make me walk. Nah, we're not making walk. I was absolutely so happy after we got back to the car that my boys were here because they literally just snatched her out the car, picked her up and brought her in the house. I was hurt. Okay, because I didn't want to go to the doctor. No! Because I felt like it was just a spring mm -hmm. and I would be just fine. Once I got home and laid down and relaxed. Plus it was cold outside. I had been cold. We had already went through this ordeal out at the park trying to get back to the car. I just wanted to go home. Oh, the pain. So we get home and but I'm- It got four sizes too big or mm -hmm. three? Okay, it's it swelled a little. Uh <laughs> <laughs> So the next day, I decided I had to go to the doctor. So we went to the doctor and then they said, well, we're going to put a cast on there and mm -hmm. we're going to keep you overnight and mm -hmm. see what we're going to do. If we're going to do surgery or what? I'm like, surgery? What? What? Can't we just set it? What do you mean surgery? She watched me old movies where you just crack the bone back in place and put a splint in. You know what I mean? <laughs> the old style. Well, anyway, so I end up staying overnight and then they let me go home because the swelling wasn't down and they didn't want to operate while it was still swollen, which was a good thing. So I went home for a week and then came back and had surgery and then they had to take care of me, my husband and my two sons. This was fun. We were on rotating shifts. It was glorious. We were like, all right, who got mom tonight? And then when she wanted to come downstairs, my oldest boy all of a sudden became, I guess, bits of a man because he would just snatch his mother up and take her up the flight of stairs and bring her back down. And I'm like, well, alrighty then. <laughs> so needless to say, I was down for like four months. I had to go to therapy. Someone had to drive me to therapy. I had to depend totally on my family for everything. So when they left in the morning, they would bring me up food that didn't have to be refrigerated, like a can of pineapples and apples, oranges, whatever it took, maybe a salad over to the side, something so that I wouldn't get hungry and that um, I was able to take care of myself while they were gone. The only thing I could get up for was to go to the restroom. And then I would get up and put myself in the tub and hang my foot over the tub so that I could take a bath. Everybody just chipped in and did whatever it takes. And that is what families do. And sometimes they get upset at each other, but they just do whatever is necessary. Now I was going stir crazy because they would come home and try to clean up and cook and- We were on a pretty good shift. Between the three of us, we did it. 
they did. They did a lovely job. And then they, my husband took me for walks by the waterfront in a wheelchair. He pushed me. Because I wanted to go for a walk. You know, the wintertime is a beautiful time when you can get out into it and with the fresh snow. And I know how bad I wanted to go and I wanted to, you know, take the dog. And so we just decided to stick her in a wheelchair and learn every little up thing. And I have so much more respect for the handicapped impaired. You just don't know. Because we were everywhere rolling. It was glorious. And I was very appreciative. He could have just left me. Left me at home by myself to heal. But... He did not leave me, not one time. I know one time, I, but I wanted to go shopping for bras. And God, <laughs> he sent my son to drive me to Bra World. It bra was Bra World. World. Bra World. I know he couldn't even find a place to sit or stand and not look around like, what the heaven? <laughs> so he drove me to Bra World and he was texting with his friends or whatever and i happened to see the text and he was like oh my god i can't believe where i am i'm in bra world with my <laughs> mother just kill me kill me dead and to me he was smiling and like he was so happy to be taking me to bra world like he just loved me so much and i'll do anything for your mother but it was killing him as far as what he was telling his friends in the text. Had I never seen the text, I never would have known that this was how he felt, but I should have known a teenage boy taking his mother to Brawl World. It lost the Victoria's Secret altogether. And it that's the thing, it wasn't Victoria's Secret. No, it, it was, was Brawl World. <laughs> so you might see anything <laughs> walk in. I mean, it was like, that's not even real. <laughs> okay. It wasn't the little cutesy little Victoria's mm -hmm. Secret girls. Nope. They were hand making them suckers. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't understand. Let me just put a plug in there. I don't understand how Brawl World went out of business. See, stop it. That doesn't make sense to me. But anyway. Now I see a lot of other places coming out, but that doesn't have anything to do with... Whatever it takes. Yes, I have an idea. <laughs> All right. Now I have a little quick story and it comes to home and it comes to marriage. My, my mother did not really cotton to my wife and had asked me to come back, but without her. Now my line is drawn in my heart that we can't go together, then we don't go. Now, this is the part of whatever it takes that, you know, a lot of people don't want to bring up. But there's a time for when you become one, you walk as one. You just don't go without them. If it's not uh, going to work for us to be together, then we'll see you when it works for her. Because it didn't matter to me. And yeah, it does. So his mother told him. My, well, now we got to give you a little bit of history. Uh, uh, that was just whatever it takes. We can elaborate on the next one. Okay. okay. But, you know, these are the things that will come up. We say whatever it takes. It's not, oh, well, he want to stay out all night. Or, oh, she going to hang with her girlfriends. That ain't whatever it takes. That's trying to break what it takes. All right. What we're talking about is the times that you must 
stay together, walk together, be there, no matter how hard it seems. And it gets hard. It gets almost impossible. But the next day, it doesn't seem like it was that hard at all. Yeah, because in these 33 years. Four. <laughs> or is it five? No, it's not. Vincent. Somebody do the math and text it. I already did it. And how they going to text? This is tape recorded. Pre-tape recorded. Then oh tape God. us back. Damn it. Tape us back. Oh, my God. He's so... So crazy. And you see, I have to do a lot of whatever it takes because he takes a lot out of me. No. Keeps the life from getting boring, darling. <laughs> okay, so with that being said, whatever it takes on the serious side is whatever it takes. You can't give up when it gets hard. As for instance, my dad and my mom being married over 60 years. I don't know their number. I said over 60 oh. years. I don't know their number. I know it's however old my brother is. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> over. They've been married ever. <laughs> over 60 years. My father never had any idea that his life would end up him taking care of my mother because she got dementia. And my father never cooked the meal, except for when the microwave first came out and he brought the microwave home and tried to cook a chicken in it. And of course it never browned. That doesn't work for anybody. <laughs> but that's the only time I remember my dad trying to cook a meal. I remember some stuff like that, it wasn't right. <laughs> right. So now my dad cooks breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and he washes clothes. I didn't know he even knew how to work a washing machine, but he really had to jump in and do whatever it takes for his marriage. And he will not let my mother even go to rehab from the hospital because he's like no this has been my life all of my life i am not letting her go anywhere or do anything that i know that she would not have liked she wouldn't know she would be upset and she wouldn't understand but he has jumped in in that spot and he has really put things into the definition whatever it takes because he does so much now he fully basically takes care of her we go over there and we may give her a bath give her a shower we'll mop the floor cook a meal but not every day every day he's the one there with her he's the one that has to put up with whatever goes on with her. She wakes up in the middle of the night because people with dementia, they wake up in the middle of the night and they are doing things. Sometimes they get their days and nights mixed up. But he has jumped in and he did whatever it takes. And the other day he said to me, you know, never did I think that I would be living this life. But whatever it takes, I am willing to do for my wife, for my family, and he's proven that because he is was an awesome dad and worked 
and took care of seven children, as I said before. Now, my husband did whatever it took and with my family when I broke my leg. Then after that, years later, I had to do whatever it took because he had some diabetes complications and had to go in the hospital. He actually had five surgeries and we are very blessed that he is here walking and talking and, and doing whatever it takes because he still, he won't even let anybody help him. He just constantly wants to do everything himself. That is whatever it takes. He has been a great father to do whatever it takes. There are plenty of days that he went without a car because he gave his car to our children because he's like, oh, I don't work that far. I can walk. And he did whatever it took whatever to get our family through. Of course, he isn't perfect because none of us are. Oh, no, you were doing real good for a moment there. Wait, wait, I'm not perfect? I'm not. Mm, no, it's okay. like when you told me you weighed the pros and the cons and you didn't have no cons. <laughs> that <You> was, <laughs> that was not funny. <laughs> it's real funny now that I done lived with you for 34 years. Aha, she said 34. Well, 33, oh my God, he is so <laughs> confusing for 33 uh, years. And see, that's why I try to stay on the perfect year because he'll take it out of context and we we don't know how long we've been married. It's just ever, like he said. Ever. <laughs> so with that being said, every day you get up and every day, you put in 100%. Is 100% as your self will allow you? Because some days you're not even 100%. So your 100% may be 50% of what your 100% was yesterday. But every day is just for us to be the best you can. And you give your all. And that is why my husband has named all married couples the 100% Club. Yeah, it, you, it's a club. Most people don't know about it. They don't, well, we've been together. All right, yeah, you've been together. But once you do the do, and then you mind you that 100%er, you see things so much differently. Nice sports car you wanted starts becoming a minivan. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't resist that one. <laughs> well, just like the lady at work, she was like, I thought I was getting a new car. We just bought my two daughters a new car. I'm going to be in this minivan for another three, four years for sure. <laughs> Till the wheels start falling off. Look, and she smiled about it because you know the kids were safe. That's all that really matters. Yes, and they're driving around in their nice new cars. And she does not care, not one iota that she's going to be in that minivan. Like she said, she'll be in it until the wheels fall off and then maybe she'll put something there to keep on going until she knows her kids are safe. Hey, people, I really, really, really hate to say this, but we got to go because we just went and bought all these plants and we are going to do some planting today. And then we'll be back to tell you how they're growing. 
Yeah, we went and bought our flowers for the spring. And I even bought a few things to maybe start a garden. Oh, well, I don't know much, but I'm gonna try very hard. We bought some peppers, some tomatoes, some zucchini, some cabbage. We'll see how that goes. Cause we're gonna give this 100%. Right. I'm gonna try to do whatever it takes to make this garden grow. Who knows? With all these things going on in the world today, we might have to grow our own food eventually because it's gonna be costing too much or... By humbug, you should learn how to do everything to take care of, because you never know what you've got to take care of. You may have to find a way to siphon water or all type of little crazy things around the house. I didn't know I was an electrician. I was like, who put up that chandelier 20 years ago? She said, you did. I'm like, I did? He don't remember it because he wouldn't let me turn off the electricity and he kept getting electrocuted. So I learned something then. <laughs> he probably lost some memory there. <laughs> <laughs> but the bottom line, people, is whether it's 33, 34, 35, or however you've been married, 1, 2, 10, 20, or 30 seconds, as long as you start, whatever it takes. And that's the bottom line, whatever it takes. And it takes two, because if two aren't doing whatever it takes, then either one may need to bring it up a little, or we need to rethink some things. But the bottom line is, when you're in it, you're in it to win it, and you're going to do whatever it takes. On that note, we thank you for listening to us today, and we are putting in one more episode of Someone Should Have Told Me, and we're speaking of marriage. Thank you. Have a great day, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Hey guys, thanks for listening. Please follow me at podbeans.com so you can get notifications. I am also on iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. I am also on Facebook and Twitter. You can email me at sshtmpodcast at gmail.com. With your comments and suggestions, if you send me a topic and I use it, I will email you and let you know that I spoke on your topic so you can look out for it. I really enjoy spending time with you. So until next time, have a great life and we'll speak again soon. Have a great day.